part of our human family. There's certain events that take place which we consider as part of great events for our family, of our nation, or in this case also part of the history of salvation, part of the family of God. And so if we're to look at ourselves, look at our families, what are the great, great events within the family? Like birth, marriage, first communion, uh, confirmation could be uh, death, any great event that has taken place or perhaps business or job, things that create us, form us with the awareness that this is what we are, who we are, it's like being a part of a family, human family here. Also, we can be part of a nation, the great events that formed us as a country, for example, the the United States, you know, the, the Declaration of Independence, constitutions, things which are the great events, perhaps civil war, perhaps other things which form us. And then if we look around the world, each country has its own special days when they remember their, the, the moment when they were founded as a nation. So these are the great events that, that form us, form our awareness, make us who we are. So that's what I'm speaking from the natural perspective. And so this is what we have. But there's also the other dimension of the great events which are, have taken place in the history of salvation, the great events which have been given to us as part of our revelation of God, who God is, and his plan of salvation for each one of us. And the great events which are, we remember from the Old Testament is not only the faith of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, but also the Exodus story, the uh, uh, Moses, the saving Moses, but in particular way is the Passover. And like today, the special event that took place as the, as the people of Israel were trying to escape and leave the land of slavery in Egypt. Uh, they, they had to cross the, um, you know, the, 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 the Great Lakes or the, the lakes which were known as Bitter Lakes, the part of Red Sea. And, and so what we have is here is a historical event. Pharaoh changes his mind. What did I do? I let him out. There's no more workers. I need to build the city of Ramses. I need to have all kinds of projects. And I just let this huge number of population leave my workforce. So he changes his mind. He goes and he says he sends his best, best military unit to round him up and bring him right back. And so he's got these horses, chariots and charioteers, the best unit that he has. Quick response, you know, because they can travel quite, quite a bit. And so they're in pursuit. And then we have this moment, the great event, how God instructs Moses what to do. Stretch out your hand and ask for passage to the sea. There's no way around this. You travel around that. That's the sea, the Red Sea or Sea of Reeds. It'll take you weeks to go around. So the only quickest way is to go across. But how do you cross? How do you cross? And so with the hour, the Lord, Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord, and the Lord, it wasn't Moses, the Lord swept the sea with a strong east wind throughout the night, and so it turned it into dry land. So during the night, we have God. You know, sometimes people say it was a natural occurrence. Well, the Lord uses natural means 
as well. So the wind is there, strong wind over the night, and dried up the area. You know, sometimes the uh, some of the historians say that's possible because you know you have both the tides and then you have, you know, the wind who can possibly move. You know, the will clear the area, but nonetheless, this is the moment. The moment is the, the moment when they're in danger, and the moment does something extraordinary to them. Overnight, the area has dried up. They cross the sea, and and then on the other side, they can already see. They see. They see the the pursuing uh, army of, of 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 the Egyptians of Pharaoh. They see it. They so they know the danger. They know what will happen. Probably the leaders will be killed off, and the rest will be taken back. You know, to be the slaves. And so here we have the Lord does something extraordinary to them. Again, that this great event saves them from, from being forced back into, into slavery. And, and not only that, but there's a second dimension is that, that the pursuing army, after they cross safely, again, the Lord instructs Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the water may flow back upon the, the, the military that has been pursuing you. And so Moses does that, and the sea slowly comes back at the dawn. The sea returns, so during night it was dry, during the dawn it flows back to its normal depth, and the army is stuck right in the middle. And, 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 and what, how do the people of God interpret that? Because you could say, well, you know, people could say, well, we're lucky. We're really lucky. We made it, you know, in time. You know, for people who do not believe in God, who do not see God's hand, God's providential care, they may come up with all kinds of reasons. Wow, you know, wow, this is great. But no, they saw the hand of God because they saw this extraordinary thing which does not occur just any day of, uh, or, or moment. This was a special type of occurrence. And so when Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore, and behold, a great power that the Lord had shown against the, the pursuing Pharaoh's army, they feared the Lord and believed in him and in his servant Moses. And then the re response of Moses and, uh, and the people of God, they sang this hymn, I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant horse and chariot he has cast into the sea, which means the pursuing army was not able to, to, um, to, take over, to overtake them and take them back. The great events of our salvation history is that God intervenes in a special way, using nature, using people, using sometimes limited people. As you know, Moses was not exactly the, the great leader. He had, he had a speech impediment. Uh, he had a speech impediment, and and so he was afraid to even speak publicly because uh, he was not able to do that. And yet God chooses weak people like Moses to deliver a message to the Pharaoh, to deliver a message. But his message was through the events and power of God, so that we see how God works in the same way for us. You know, same way for us today. You know, God uses sometimes weak leaders, and so that's why we have to pray for them. But, but it is the weak leaders that God can use as long as they open themselves to the movement of grace, to the, to the hearing and wishing to desire, desiring to do God's will. 
if they're focused on God's will, God will use them, and God will take care. It will bring greater good, even from evil, because God can do that, because God's providence is still with us and always will be there. God will not abandon us in history. History only shows us how God acted in the past and how he is acting today in ways that we may not fully grasp. Now, the second aspect, which emphasizes that doing the Father's will, doing God's will, is the, is the way that we, we can be molded and can be fashioned, is our gospel today. Because, you know, what, what we have is that when Jesus was speaking to the crowd, his mother and his brothers appeared outside, as a natural family comes into the picture. His mother. I mean, his mother is, and that's why people uh, actually says this is not a disrespect that the Jesus didn't want to speak to his mother. It's not because look, he, uh, you know, we understand who who was the mother of Jesus. You know, who who's our lady? She's the one, as we know, uh, she's worthy of of great greatest esteem. You know, she, she's praised by the angel, uh, you know, blessed, f full of grace, you know, hail, full of grace. The Lord is with you. You are blessed among women. You have, you have found favor with God. You know, we have, you know, Elizabeth, cousin Elizabeth says, blessed are you among women, blessed are you who, are, who have believed. And we can continue saying all the things which are spoken of Our Lady. So when Jesus says, who is my mother? Who is my brother? It doesn't mean he demeans in any way or reduces the, 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 the you know, his, his mother in any way. Uh, but, but the fact is that the Lord wants to tell us something even greater. Yes, there's family bonds, which are so important. Family love, which is so important. Family relationships of extraordinary kind. That's why we are to love and care for one another. And yet there's a moment and Jesus speaks of his mother, the mother who is the full of grace, who is my mother, who are my brothers. And here are my brother, who, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my heavenly father is my brother and sister and mother. Whoever does the will of my heavenly father. So again, how are we molded as people of God? The first and most important element is that we listen to Jesus, that we listen to him, that we listen just like the people who are there. What were they doing? They were listening. To listen to God's voice through Jesus, through the Son of God. You know, to, to listen is, is something that we are invited by God himself. What does it mean to listen? To read attentively because we can just read quickly with our eyes and it doesn't affect us. We can read like we read a newspaper and yeah, we know more or less. We don't need to know all the details unless it affects us. But to read the word of God is to actually to read with meditative, in a meditative way. You know, the, the Lectio Divina was a classical way of reading scriptures, reading word by word and opening ourselves. You know, the Ignatian retreat, which is, you know, takes 40, 30 days, but, but you know, spending at least, uh, at least well, there are four hours of meditation on scripture each day, four hours, and you have one hour to read a, read a passage, a brief passage, which means you take it and you really 
Ask the Lord for guidance. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you that you may understand God's Word and how, what does it mean, not only in an objective way, but what does it mean to you? How does the Lord speak to us? And if you meditate on Scripture, the, the, the Word of God will enter your heart. As many of you who do meditate, you already know. And, and all of you, all of us who listen to God's Word, we know that the Word has an effect on us. It's affecting us. It produces a reaction, it makes us think, am I living this word? Am I living this, this way of life? What am I doing? How am I understanding what God is saying to me? How am I responding to grace? It may even provoke my experiences from the past and may tell us something more about ourselves. So reading God's word is actually being imbued with the power and wisdom and love of God that touches and has an effect on us. This is what Jesus says, whoever listens, listens to, 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 the, to, to the word. Because you know, the, the disciples and those who were there were attentively listening to his voice, to his words. The second aspect, as we know, is not only reading and opening ourselves to the movement of grace through his word, but also seeking to do his will, seeking to do his will you know, seeking to do the Father's will. You know, the, uh, it, it, it is very important for us. What do we desire? Do we desire that His will be done within me? You know, we say in our Father, Thy will be done. We already pray each day that we may be able to do the Father's will. And the first thing is about the Father's will, as we know, is that He cares for us. His will is that we will be happy to the deepest degree that we can ever be uh, here on earth, but also to be happy for all eternity. So his Father's will is our salvation. His Father's will is our redemption. His Father's will is being united with him to, you know, to, to, be, to be reconciled with him. His will is that we be reconciled with one another, that we forgive each other, because that's part of our, our Father prayer. So His will is that we will live as brothers and sisters of one another, because we have Father in heaven, and we have Jesus, who is our, His Son and is also our brother, but also our Savior. So His will is that we will, that we will live this way of life where we are always um, attentive to that, to that uh, voice. You know, sometimes I, I use the comparison of GPS or Google Maps, whatever you want to call, is because when you, when you set your, your destination, it will remind you where to make, where to make the right turn, where to go. Because it, it, there's a, it tells you where to go. And sometimes it will even avoid, tell you to avoid traffic or, or backups or whatever. You know, so we have this, this sort of Google uh, or, or, or the uh, uh, GPS global positioning, uh, you know, uh, system. I, I'd like to say instead of global positioning, maybe we would say G as God's positioning system. So we can have GPS God positioning system. God wants to give us our own, you know, through meditation and through desire to do His will. He gives us. He gives us a special type of guidance to go this way, avoid that. You know, what is the shortest way to get there, or quickest way, or more scenic way? You know, you can do it all kinds of ways. But for God, for God, it doesn't matter which way. It can be scenic, it can be direct, however it is. But God wants us to know that He is God of love 
that he loves us so much he wants us to be with him and yes we have to struggle on this earth that's why we have the gospel we have commandments we have to make decisions we have to make choices what we should not do and what we should do we should be about his kingdom because ultimately god's will is that 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 his kingdom be be spread on this earth that we correct whatever defects we may have on a personal level or national church whatever it may be that we help but we do so under his guidance under his will and you know and i think that that's the that's the gift that we have today is that the lord wants us to form a, 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 a family of god here because who are my brothers and my sisters and my mother who those who do god's will and the, it is through doing God's will, we become a part of a bigger family, a family of God, a family that is attentive, a family that doesn't break the natural relationships, but it enhances and creates a dimension within us that we are part of this church. The church is, is the gift of, of God. The church is the people of God, people who are formed, who desire to do God's will. And, and, you know, perhaps even in a limited way, a sinful yet, and yet called to be, to be, to form this, 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 this beautiful family of God. So maybe then today, as the Lord is inviting us to ponder more, more, more deeply into who are we in relationship to God? What are the great events that have formed us, shaped us? What are the things we need to do in order to become truly the family of Jesus, the family of God? where Blessed Mother is there because she is the one who shows us in so many ways how to be part of God's will. She was attentive. She listened. She said yes, her fiat. She's a great, great model of how to be, how she allowed herself to be formed by the Holy Spirit, how she allowed herself to give birth to Christ because she chose to by doing, let it be done to me according to your word. And for us too, how the Holy Spirit can give birth to Christ, you know, in, in, within us, how we can be more and more like Jesus himself, because this is the desire of God. And God is always attentive to our needs. He's always inviting us never to forget never to set aside, never to, to, um, to turn away, uh, because if we do so, it's to our own detriment. So may the Lord then today give us the grace, give us the grace to be more and more attentive to his word, follow his commandments, seek the union with him, and ultimately share his glory. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey 
with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.